Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. We got Ty McCoy joining us now here on Katz and Cosby. He is the former assistant secretary of the Air Force. Uh, Ty, what did you hear this? President Biden, it just came out. It was a big alert all over the news uh, saying that now he backs the plan to train Ukrainian pilots on U.S. F-16 fighter jets. And then they kind of released a statement afterwards. It sounds like the White House is softening its stance. He didn't rule out that at some point. Somehow the U.S. brings F-16s or somebody else brings F-16s. Where is this going? Well, Katz and everyone, it's great to be with you. I think that the uh, effort is to uh, show that not not only is, is the F-16, some people say, if, if they have the F-16 in Ukraine uh, in this war of aggression by Russia, that it would be a game changer. And to some degree it will. It's sort of a... a um, a question that has some caveats to it, which I'll, I'll address in just a moment. But I think more than a game changer, it's kind of a name changer in that the announcement is associated with the G7 meeting, which is the leading uh, Western economies, which is taking place in Japan, which is not too far off the coast of China. So I think the signal is that the uh, Indo-Pacific region, uh, including Japan as a major uh, ally there, uh, is now coming together with the uh, major economies, which comprise many of the countries in NATO. And it's sort of a signal to both the Russians and the Chinese that if you want to continue this and think you're going to engage in uh, either attacks or wolf warrior diplomacy, that we can expand and we can surround and we can buttress uh, our allies uh, on a, a continuing basis. What, so that, what, what do you uh, say to John? Uh, John's comment that, like, are are we spread too thin? I mean, do we have the bandwidth? Well, we uh, don't have the bandwidth that we really need. And there's always been in the Pentagon uh, the debate of whether we should plan, and we used to in the 60s, for so-called two-and-a-half war scenario. Then it became a one and a half war scenario. Then it became a one war scenario with a delay uh, in another theater. So over time, the uh, strategy has been that uh, has been cut back and the the requirement has been cut back mainly because we didn't want to the Pentagon and the the Congress didn't want to fund uh, the robust uh, forces needed for, you know, a two and a half war or two, two war strategy. And so we are stretched thin. We have uh, readiness problems. We have uh, recruiting problems. We have woke problems. Uh, we have leadership problems. We have uh, industrial base that is not ramped up, ready to uh, continue a long war for uh, either Ukraine or, or ourselves. And uh, so I think it's really uh, we're stretching the rubber band and we're going to have to be pretty careful uh, 
where uh, where this was going to go. You know, Ty, um, and I'm Polish, so obviously I, I am so obviously uh, upset about what's happened to Ukraine. But what do you say to Americans right now who are listening, who are saying, is this going to drag us in? I mean, because Putin's already said, don't go further. If you send F-16s or something like that, he's going to go crazy. Uh, what is, where does this change the dynamics of the war and what kind of response could we see from Putin? Well, I think you're right. I mean, we keep trying to um, uh, up the ante. He, he ups the ante a little bit, and then we do, and everybody keeps putting a little few more chips on the table to see who's bluffing and who's going to uh, fall back uh, while waiting to see whether uh, other uh, countries, uh, do the Chinese uh, decide that this is getting too dangerous a game to play and they kind of pull back on their support uh, for Russia, uh, or do they double down so that they and the Russians can attract support and and appear victorious to the global south, the countries uh, in the BRICS coalition, uh, or do they realize that uh, the Western uh, democracies, uh, once riled up, uh, as the Japanese found out, that we would uh, not uh, give way? So I think that it's a, it's a slow uh, escalation. It seems to be uh, somewhat controlled and that uh, nobody's talking about nukes and chemicals and biologicals uh, and, the, and the, the rest yet. Thank so goodness. I think we have some, thank goodness, some, we, we have some ways to go. I think this will continue. Well, we, Ty, uh, we've, been fighting, we've been fighting World War III as far as econ- the economy, economic world war. We've been fighting a cultural world war. I'm glad we're not using any bullets or, or any stupid nuclear weapons right now. Uh, can, can any, pre- what presidential candidate do you have confidence in in 2024? I don't, I hate to put you in that spot. That uh, that uh, won't be a World War Three. We well, talked about it last some, night. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, there are a number of people uh, that uh, could uh, exercise good judgment with prudence, but, but will. Uh, anybody from, uh, you know, Robert Kennedy uh, and some others on the, one or two others on the Democratic side and people like, uh, uh, you know, Haley and uh, Tim Scott and DeSantis and uh, a number of other senators that, that could run, uh, Yunkin, uh, that could bring a lot of uh, willpower and knowledge. Uh, that would include uh, the former President Trump. Uh, he has uh, quite a bit of uh, acumen in these matters. Uh, and I think that uh, it's going to require just a very uh, determined and careful uh set of steps, which will appear to be uh, escalation uh, by us uh, in response to escalations and attacks by the Russians. So I think that we have some further uh, moves to make with our chess pieces in response to what the bad guys are doing. And so it will drag out uh, to some to some degree. Yep. And, uh, and Judge Weinberg, you've got a question. You know, by the way, I thought about uh, Lindsey Graham last night at our dinner. Uh, Judge said um, that, you know, for all the, you know, foibles or whatever of Trump, he said people feared him. Well, and that's, and exactly. that's when you're going up against tough characters, you want to have uh, strength. Go ahead, Ty, Judge. Ty, I read an article which said that the uh, Chinese has said very, very clearly that if we send arms to Taiwan, they will smash Taiwan. What do you make of that statement? Well, I think that, you know, they have uh, more or less said that for for many years. Uh, they uh, This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Said that, and so we said, okay, we'll have a one-China policy. We won't say which China we we like the most, Taiwan or or Beijing. For a while, we dealt with Beijing as a to have a a, a strong uh, support against the USSR, the Soviet Union. So it was a grand grand strategic play to uh, pull the Chinese uh, our way, but we never quite uh, gave in to the demands that we throw this democracy overboard uh, in Taiwan. I think that um, the Chinese will not uh, smash Taiwan. I think they will try to move forward with a a soft a power uh, type of uh, ideological campaign, economic, maybe a blockade, a lot of threats. Uh, I think they realize that watching what's happened with the Ukraine uh, and what's happened with the Russians. That yes, they, as, as somebody else said last night in our dinner party mm-hmm. that we had with uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, uh, it, it, because we lost, lost Afghanistan, that's why Putin went into Ukraine. And if we lose Ukraine, then China goes into Taiwan. And Russia goes well, into Poland. There's, yeah, there's a lot associated with that. When we pulled out of Vietnam in 1975, where I served, yeah. I was then working for Secretary Schlesinger in his immediate office. Uh, after Vietnam fell and, and we were unable to uh, give them support due to law and Congress passed that said we could not support our allies anymore there uh, by the Democratic Senate and, and others, uh, after Vietnam fell in 75, uh, about eight or nine other countries fell to communism between 75 and 79, including Nicaragua, Mozambique, uh, Laos, Cambodia. So once you you have a major debacle on your hands, it, it tempts bad guys and it leads to wars and conflicts. And that very well uh, could happen if thank we don't you, handle Ty, Ukraine. Ty McCoy, thank you for your service to our country and continue to speak out for our country. And we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thank you very much. God bless you.